homeowner's insurance covers catastrophic events, storm damage, leaks in your plumbing that cause major water damage, things along those lines. So those are major events where the home warranty is going to cover everything in between. Welcome to the Get Real Podcast, your high-octane boost of full-on reality therapy for personal, business, and investing success with your host, Ron Phillips, because somebody's got to tell it like it is. Hello, and welcome back to the Get Real Podcast. I am your host today, solo, without Ron. This is Heather Marchant, and we have been getting a request for a specific podcast episode that I'm really excited to share with you guys today. This has been requested specifically, but it was interesting that it took me a minute to figure out the stream of requests I'd had because a client finally had to say point blank, hey, I think it would be helpful if you did a specific podcast episode about this topic. So I'm glad that the client intervened, wake me up, I guess. So we're going to be talking with Amy and she works with Old Republic Home Warranty and we use them a lot. So Amy has been in the real estate industry for 27 years. And she currently owns also a handyman general contracting company with her husband, which anyone knows would be really helpful in handling repairs on a property. So understanding what's what. And then she is a senior account executive for the last few years with Old Republic. So welcome to the show, Amy Wright. So happy to have you. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. (laughs) We've had several conversations over the last few years. Maybe it's just been a year. I'd have to think about it. But you have been really helpful in specific issues with the home warranty, but also helping us in strategizing, helping us help our clients better. So I think you're a great resource to be able to speak to a home warranty, why you want one, what the ins and outs, what you need to know, and when you have a home warranty on your property. So I'm super excited you're willing to chat with us. So sometimes (laughs) sometimes people aren't as excited to put themselves out there on a podcast. So thank you for being willing. (laughs) Oh, my pleasure. Absolutely not a problem. Just happy to be here and happy to answer any of your questions. So why do you think owners of rental property specifically should have a home warranty on their property? I'd love to hear your perspective. It's really along the lines of a budget protection for the rentals and for the homeowners. If you have the ability to say, hey, dishwasher went out and guess what? They go out all the time, especially in rentals. So dishwasher's out, it's not functioning correctly. Let's say I own four or five of them, right? So now I've got a dishwasher, I've got a fridge, I've got you name it that goes out. (laughs) That tugs into your budget a little bit and says, hey, Why am I an investor in the first place? Because now I'm just paying out all of this money. Well, guys, guess what? That's what the home warranty is there for. It's your budget protection. We are here to make sure that not only are you making an income, a passive income on your investment properties, but you're also very well taken care of so that you don't have to worry about having somebody come in that one you don't know to fix your your equipment or your appliances, or two, to know that you're going to have to pay more than say a trade call fee out of your pocket for these systems and appliances to be repaired and repaired correctly. So it's budget protection, peace of mind, and it's really there just to benefit you as a landlord. Take advantage. Yeah, for sure. I've explained it to our clients in the past that it's like a catastrophic health insurance, right? That it's going to cover those big ticket items so that you can expect you may have to pay something, 
but you're not typically going to have those crazy high expenses on a rental property. It's not going to cover a tenant turn cost and replacing carpet like normal wear and tear. But for those big ticket items like the hot water heater, I know we've had several of those that have been covered under the warranty for clients. Appliances, right? And often the policies sometimes include a fridge, just depending on the state from what I recall. So what are the other big ticket items that a home warranty is going to be covering and helping owners with? So this is really where you want to dive into which home warranty company you're going to go with. Because your big ticket items, as far as your HVAC, your air conditioning, your main major appliances, plumbing, electrical, these are all things that are covered by home warranty. So depending upon whom you select to go with your home warranty, and I'm going to plug here and say, hey, don't make the mistake of going with somebody other than Old Republic Home Protection. But that being said, you want to make sure that your levels, as far as your coverage amounts, are going to be acceptable to replace that item, right? Yeah. So let's say that you go with a home warranty that doesn't necessarily cover air conditioning. Well, here's a big one that most people don't even think about. The Freon in air conditioning is no longer being made, folks, at all. So what yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So and it's kind of scary, right? Well, everybody's got for the most part an air conditioner. If that air conditioner is no longer going to be able to function with Freon, what happens when I have to refill my the home's not cool enough. I've got tenants in there and it's 102 degrees. What do I do? They call me every day. Well, what you do is you call a company such as Old Republic Home Protection, and we come in and say, okay, even though it's $125 per pound to refill your Freon, because we can use reuse recycled, it's $125 mm-hmm. per pound to do so. Guys, it takes eight to 10 pounds to even fill that air conditioner back up. Okay, that's $1,200 wow. plus. Wow. So That's if crazy. the homework, isn't it, right? I mean, it's like, yeah. whoa, who's got that extra money just floating around for one air conditioner, okay? Yeah. So the point that you really want to look at is say, so who's going to cover the most of that for me? So we cover it still 100% out of our pocket. That is not, we don't push that cost over to the client. Now, that being said, other home warranty companies, so this, again, watch who you're going through. They will only pay up to $25 per pound. So that's a big ticket item that you really want to, I don't want to say justify by any means, but look at your budget, include that in yeah. your budget as far as a repair, because they do go out and they do need free on all the time. Also make sure yeah. that you're with a company that is going to not just refill, but maybe modify the air conditioner. Okay. So that you can accept mm-hmm. the new free on, if you want to call it that, just yes. to make it simple. if you want to accept the new free on into your air conditioner. So modifications are a big part of today's world in the air conditioning, just side of that. HVAC, guys, that is a big ticket item. So to maximize your warranty, make sure that you're maintaining your HVAC. Change your filters. That's the number one thing that can cause some big hiccups. That's unfortunately not something that a home warranty is going to cover is your maintenance items. So let's kind of approach that from the get-go right? Check those filters at least every 90 to 120 days, just depending upon how much you've got going on in the air. This season, especially in Utah, it's been insane with all of the smoke. Guys, all of those furnace filters are just full, right? So we've got to sweep them out. Yeah, that's true. That's a really good point. I've also seen lately, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I saw that a client had an air conditioner with weeds growing all up around it. And 
that they quickly went out, the property manager went out and cut those away to prevent that HVAC from, I guess, being smothered. (laughs) So things like that are really helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very cool. Yeah. Okay. So tell us a little bit about ways you can maximize your home warranty. What are ways that an investor, right? Because a lot of my clients, I can't tell you how many times, this would probably be the easiest way to maximize is I will get an email and they'll say, I have this repair. I just closed six months ago. I didn't anticipate this. And I said, well, have you utilized your home warranty? And sometimes it'll be months later that they tell me about it. Oh, I forgot that I had one. So that'd be the first easy thing is to make sure you inform your property manager. For all of our clients, we do inform the property manager that there will be a home warranty, but sometimes it gets lost in translation. Maybe they hire someone new and they don't know, what have you. So make sure you inform your property manager so that it can be utilized. But are there other ways, Amy, that someone investor can maximize the use of their home warranty? Absolutely. So anytime, I would state anytime that you have a tenant that moves in, let them know, do not call a technician on their own if there's something going on. Let the owner know, because generally speaking, if the owner has it right there on their desk somewhere, okay, put it yeah. on your fridge so that you are reminded when these things come up that you are covered. You've got some protection there. So definitely maximize your usage by letting your tenants know. Okay, If something yeah. does come up, don't try to handle it on your own have them call you first. That's a big one. I know that a lot of tenants think, okay, well, it's just going to be an easy fix. It's my garbage disposal. I don't want to bother the landlord about it. Hey guys, garbage disposals are covered, right? Let's make sure that anything that you don't have to one reimburse your client for or your tenant for, that's a big one. So I would say be transparent with your tenants, especially when it comes to your home warranty or repairs that are needed. Include a copy of your plan in your lease agreement. That's probably a really good way to utilize and benefit from what is covered. So that way, if there is something that goes wrong, your tenant even knows what's covered and what's not covered. Now, they won't be able to call in because of course the approval needs to come from the homeowner, but it'll still help to basically take down a lot of the calls, a lot of the pressure, a lot of the, where did this invoice come from? I didn't even know there was a problem. So I think that to maximize it, be transparent. Let everyone know that you have it because the more that you talk about it, the more you're going to use it and it won't go to the yeah. to the wayside. Yeah, for sure. So I get this question a lot. These are literally lists of questions I put together that I get asked. So when do you renew a policy? I've noticed I've gotten letters just prior to the policy expiring. So is it best to renew at a certain time? Is there an advantage to renewing at a certain time? You know, there really isn't a difference. I will say this though, renew when you receive the documentation stating it's time for renewal. Because if you wait 30 to 60 days past your renewal, you're going to have a 30 day wait on any new repairs. Uh, So we're definitely going to want to be on top of that when your renewal comes around. Is there a better time throughout the seasons? No, not necessarily. We don't want you to overpay. Let's say your renewal's not up for another four, three or four months. We don't want you to have to overpay for that and miss out on the remaining months that are left on your policy. So it's not like car insurance where you say, okay, yeah, I'm ready. Let's go ahead and renew this. I'm going to have you for the next 10 years. You really want to wait until your renewal period comes up so that you don't overpay. Okay. That makes sense. And what are some things, I mean, I know a lot of them because I get these questions, but 
some things that a home warranty doesn't usually cover so that people have a clear expectation. I was telling you, Amy, before we started recording, I said, look, we're the Get Real podcast. So we don't like to mess around when it comes to telling people how it is. So there are some things a home warranty is just not going to cover. I know one is the roof, right? that a roof is not going to be covered under a home warranty. So that's usually with a lot of our properties, the roof's been replaced recently. So that hasn't really been problematic at all. Are there any other things to be aware of that just typically aren't covered on a home warranty? Absolutely. So let's talk about secondary damage. Let's say there was a very bad windstorm. A tree came down, landed on the roof. We all know the roof's not going to be covered now, right? Yeah. But came down through the kitchen, took out the fridge, took out the dishwasher. Guys, that's not going to be covered by the home warranty. That's secondary damage. So that's something that's really going to be covered more by your homeowner's insurance. And that's really where a lot of people get confused. Okay, what does my insurance cover? And what does the home Mm. warranty cover? It kind of seems like a gray area, right? So the best way to really think about that is homeowner's insurance covers catastrophic events, right? Storm damage, leaks in your plumbing that caused major water damage, things along those lines. So those are major events where the home warranty is going to cover everything in between. So appliances, HVAC, plumbing, electrical. Now, when I say electrical, that doesn't mean we're going to rip out all of the electrical components of your home and we're going to fix that. (laughs) What that does actually mean is that, hey, my light's flickering. I don't know what to do. So we're going to come in, we're going to fix that light. Major plumbing issues. This is a big one, guys. So I don't know how it is from where everybody else is, but here in Utah, let's say that there is a water line break, okay? Major water line break. Well, from the street to the house, you're responsible for that. Not covered by homeowner's insurance either. Exactly. It's no man's land is what I call it. No man's land, okay? (laughs) Because a homeowner's not going to cover that either. (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of one of those, dang it, catch 22 scenarios. but. A home warranty is also going to cover, and again, depending upon whom you utilize for your home warranty, Old Republic Home Protections, who you want, right? So just make <laughs> sure that there are some additions. So a home warranty is going to cover all of your major appliances. It's going to cover all of your major, I need this to make my house work, okay, functions. Now, yeah. if there is a disaster, that's not a home warranty, that's your homeowner's insurance. If it's just my fridge is not running, that's your home warranty. Okay. So yeah. kind of really think about it more along the minor scale, but we are still there. I'll tell you right now, we just had one that, boy, this house, one of those no inspection, no appraisals. We've already paid out. Oh, man. Yeah. We've already paid out $7,500 in claims on this one home. Okay. Wow. So they add up though. Right? Yeah. They absolutely add up. Every little bit adds up. And so that's kind of a big one for me. Just last week alone, even with all the little add-ups, over $2,000 postcards or what I received to tell me who's had what, as we paid out over $33,000 just in last week. So, and that's just my little area, my little territory. That's not the whole kit and caboodle. So think of it as your little thing. But it's the big things that make your home run. Okay, so that's okay. that's really helpful. Recovers. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about trade call fee. How does that work? Because that is something that maybe people don't think of when they think home warranty. They think, oh, something broke. Call Old Republic. They'll send someone out and get it fixed. But there is a trade call fee. So can you talk about how that works? 
and why Absolutely. it's there, I guess. Sure. So the trade call fee is basically, I'm going to put it in a perspective of a deductible. Okay. okay. So let's say, and we'll use car and automobile insurance deductible because people are able to wrap their head around this a little bit yeah. easier. So when you take your vehicle into a shop, generally one, you have to get it approved by your insurance to take it to the shop. Okay. So that's mm -hmm. part of your home warranty. You got to get that approved before you take it to the shop. Right. Yeah. From there, they're going to say, well, we're going to pay X amount. Here's your deductible. Okay? Yeah. Well, a trade call fee is very similar to that. And you have to pay your deductible every time. Okay. So a trade call fee, mm -hmm. what it does is anytime a technician needs to come to your home, there is a trade call fee, which depend upon where you are in the country here in Utah, it's $75, but depend upon where you are in the country, what it's going to be. So the very first visit, right? Let's say that you have an appliance technician who comes out. They say, okay, yep, that is what's going on. Here's the problem with it. We're going to get it fixed, but I don't have the part on me. They still require the trade call fee. The next time that they come out though, there's no trade call fee. There's no deductible. That's a second mm -hmm. visit. Or if we have to do a second opinion, which happens, we do okay. offer second opinions. There's no trade call fee for that second opinion. But that being said, you definitely want to realize the fact that I had just had a plumber come out. Now I've got to have an electrician come out. Well, there's an additional $75 trade call fee to that electrician because they're two different service types. Oh, okay. So in order to really minimize the cost of the trade call fee, let's say that your fridge, your dishwasher, and your washing machine are all not working. We're going to send one technician who is an appliance technician mm -hmm. out, and there's only one trade call fee for that. Time. Oh, that's good to know. Okay. Yeah. Kind of bundle is the best way that I would yeah. say. Yeah. No, that's really helpful. I know that um, one thing you've taught us with our clients is being able to add on some additional coverage. So one example I can think of is in Alabama, in Birmingham, that market, I've seen about 50% of the properties we've sold have septic versus sewer. And the septic systems, a couple of clients have had to deal with septic backup or one client needed a new septic field. That was a unique warranty situation. So it was actually covered, but you can add on small, I don't even know what you call those, just like an add-on insurance to bolt on for different things. And I know one of them, you can add on a septic system. So if you're buying a property that has a septic instead of sewer, and it's really pretty inexpensive. From what I recall, it, it was like $30 or something from what I remember to add on insurance for that. Sure. And it really depends again, you know, where you are in the country, but yeah. we do call them optional coverage or add on coverage. coverage. This is something okay. <laughs> and it's something mm -hmm. that only the home buyer can really say, Hey, I really mm -hmm. want to have this optional coverage on there. And it's literally anything from a pre-season HVAC tune-up, which I highly recommend. I love oh. that. And yeah, this is a big one, guys. So in the spring and in the fall, right? In the spring, yeah. we're going to have somebody come out. We're going to make sure your air conditioner is running correctly. So there are no huh. issues. In the fall, we're going to send out HVAC to make sure that your furnace is running correctly for you before it gets Interesting. cold. So that's is a there one. is there a trade call fee for that as well? There is a or trade no? call fee for it. Okay. But, but it's probably more affordable than, and it happens without you having to do anything. Right. Which is right. helpful. So it's only in Utah, it's only $50 to add that on. So guys do it. Okay. Right? If they spot a problem at that point, they're going to fix it yeah. before it gets. And to it'll be saving you. 
for yeah, sure. Thousands. Saving and you from the times too that it's peak season and you have to hurry and get someone out there when you can't find anybody. I mean, that we had probably, I feel like 10 clients this summer that the tenant had no AC, it was super hot and they were losing their minds, right? So oh, the yeah. advantage of catching that ahead of time could be, I mean, it could save you a lot of money too than having to pay someone to get out there in the peak it season. Can, and so much of a headache saver guys is just, yeah. honestly, I say that it's the one and only one that is priceless. For me to have yeah. on there for you guys but also you know swimming pools let's say that you've got a uh, swimming pool your home warranty can also help to cover the pool and spa equipment so that's an wow, that's cool outdoor kitchens they've become a big thing uh, right yeah. so let's get your outdoor kitchen you've got your wine beer cooler fridge going on and it goes out but it's attached to your outdoor kitchen well let's get it covered guys it's okay we can add it on can you get a home warranty on a primary residence? Like people listening, most of our rentals don't have those things, but maybe people's primary residence. Is it something you can get a home warranty on your primary? Oh, absolutely. There is no reason to not have one on your primary, guys. It's not just budget mm -hmm. protection for your investment properties. It's budget protection for your own pocket in your own home. So absolutely. Yeah. If you want to add one on, just let Heather know and we'll get it going right away for you. Across yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's really great. I know one question I get consistently is about the property manager, how to really basic, how to file a claim. And I'll give you kind of a scenario. And if you can jump in and kind of explain the best way to handle. So on one of my properties, I get an email that says, Hey, there is a leak. How do you want me to address this? They will often say to me, do you want me to go through the home warranty or do you want me to send out one of our technicians? I reply, I say, please send out a technician. What is the best way from that point? Is the property manager filing the claim or should the owner file the claim? What's the best way to make it happen the right way? So I'm going to say this one. This is the very, very first thing. So we don't have any hiccups. Okay. Don't send a yes. technician first. <laughs> yes. We need to go online and submit a service request. Okay. okay? Because it's got to be approved. Now, I will say this. Here's kind of where the buck stops depending upon whom you have for your home warranty. All right. With us, we will respond within four hours. If it is an absolute emergency, you guys, get me on the horn. You can call me directly and I will get somebody on it immediately for you. I have no problem taking your phone calls, especially in an emergency situation. Now, when that happens, so we've got a leak. Uh, my faucet's leaking. It's not an emergency. Okay. So we go yeah. online, we submit a service request. It can be you as the homeowner. It can be the property management company. Property manager. Okay. The only one who cannot submit that is going to be the tenant because they don't okay. get to say yes or no, right? It's your money. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> that being said, that's the fastest way. Go online, submit a service request. Within four hours, we're going to give you a phone call back. Well, I'll say two to four hours. We're going to give you a phone call back. Say, yes, okay. Oh my gosh, let's get somebody on it right away. And within 24 hours, generally, yes. we will have someone at that location to repair it. Now, I will say this. I don't, this is where the buck stops, right? We're all going to talk about the truth here. There's a shortage of people, guys. There's just a shortage in the country. So, so, so bad. Yeah. Yeah. So our typical turnaround time is within 24 hours, somebody out there. It might take 48 the world's not ending at 48 hours, guys. I know if it's super hot, but that's why we have our pre-season tune-up. <laughs> if it's super hot, yeah, I get it. exactly. We're all people and we're all trying to get to you as quickly as we possibly can. But if it goes longer than 48 hours, there's a problem. 
with whomever the home warranty company is or okay. uh, whoever the technician is. And again, get me on the horn. I will light that fire within. <laughs> you do a really good job of that every time we've had to involve you. So for our clients that are listening, our process is if the property manager gives any feedback, that I haven't been able to get a hold of the home warranty company is I will see that in my emails, like, oh, I just can't get a hold of them. And I've been on the phone on hold placing a claim. That was with our old home warranty company we used to use. I really haven't seen that happen. And if it does, I jump in the middle and say, wait, 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 how are you filing the claim? So where do they go online to file the claim? Oh, What's sure. the URL? It is O as an old, R as in Republic, H as in home, P as in protection. So ready for that again. O R E. Oh p.com okay right on the main page middle of the screen is like kind of a menu bar you're going to see service request button boom okay. it takes you about 30 seconds to put yeah that i've done it myself for my property because i knew at the time when that happened for me i said i know for a fact that my property manager is overwhelmed because i work with her on a day-to-day -day basis right so i knew someone had just quit things were a little nuts and i said hey I got this. Like, I'm going to file the claim. And I actually took care of most of it, which was actually kind of liberating to not have to sit and wait on my property manager to do it. And it didn't take me very much time. It really didn't. So I was able to just say, here's the issue. Here's the property address. I had a call from, and it was, I'm trying to remember, it was actually HVAC. Yes, that's what it was. So there were a couple I dealt with, but all of them were pretty smooth. Typically, the property manager, in my experience, is going to push back a little bit on utilizing the home warranty because they would rather just do the easiest step of calling a technician on their end so that's why i was willing to take it on myself right like okay no problem i'll spend the you know minute and a half two minutes right to go and file the claim and it worked really well technician called me i said here's my property manager's contact number and they reached out got it scheduled taken care of so that's i guess a plug for clients that maybe feel like they're stuck and waiting for the property manager there is no problem on my end of just taking the bull by the horns and doing it yourself if you need oh, to. Yeah. It saves a lot of money too. So, and also for our clients to reach out to us, reach out to your account manager or the consultant you work with to help you get in touch with Amy as well. So that way we can make sure if we need to get Amy involved, we will. But I feel like a lot of times we haven't really needed to. Old Republic's right. actually done a good job with getting back to us. And then any other tips that you feel would be important for people to know about home warranty in general? Yes. So again, make sure that you get to know your home warranty guys. It might be a little bit of the late night reading if you've got a plan in front of you, but I would definitely kind of go through it. Let it put you to sleep. It's okay, but you're going to remember in the morning, right? Is that, <laughs> yeah. Let it sink in a little bit. But if you ever have that point, and this is going to all depend on who you choose for your home warranty, but if you ever have that point of, yeah. I don't understand this, right? Where do I go for somebody to teach me what does this word mean? Or what does this phrase mm -hmm. mean? Guys, there's no gray area with Old Republic. We put everything on our plan, what it states we do and don't do. If you find a plan that is just unclear, it's a lot of great pictures. Okay, I've got a picture of a house that's covered. But how much of that house and these appliances are covered, right? That's something yeah. to really watch out for because you want to have the highest limits in the industry, which is what we have. You want to have the comfort and knowledge to know, hey, they've got a legion of technicians across the country that are going to mm -hmm. take care of me, not just in my own little backyard, 
Because guys, if you're an investor, yeah. you're investing all over the place. <laughs> exactly. So working with a company that has nationwide footprint has been really helpful, right? So you're in most states where we have properties, which is awesome. And I do know if Ron were here, he would share a home warranty experience he had that he has home warranty coverage on his primary residence and his fridge went out and Ron likes nice things. He would say that if he's here and the fridge was not a cheap fridge. I actually didn't know fridges were that expensive when he <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you could buy a fridge that was that expensive. So, but it was covered under the home warranty and he went out and got a new fridge. Thousands, we'll just say thousands of dollars a fridge. I think my fridge is $1,600 and I thought that was like spender. So, a lot, right? Very expensive fridge and it was covered. So it was not a big stressful thing, right? They were able to pick out a new fridge and knowing Ron, I'm sure he paid for above and beyond what <laughs> and got something better. But it's actually something I've really appreciated in working with home warranties is that peace of mind, right? That right. catastrophic health insurance, the car, getting your car fixed. That was a great analogy as well, that you can have someone else on the hook to help you cover some expenses in the property. So I think the last thing I'll mention is renewing your policy. I get this question from clients a lot. Like, how do I know, Heather, the seller usually pays for the first year of a home warranty on an existing like a rehab property. And I usually tell clients, so why don't you look through your inspection report? Look and see how old your major mechanicals are. And I have a rental in North Carolina. I've been paying for a home warranty for four years, five years, and there's never been any claims <laughs> on the property. But I know my HVAC system is like it's going to die. So it gives me great peace of mind to have that renewal and to continue to renew it. So just take a look at that. And if you're on the fence about whether or not to renew it, I think that's a really good gauge to be able to know what's the condition because you don't live there. You don't really think about that on a day-to-day -day basis like you would in a primary. So Right. And I totally agree with you. I think that from my perspective, it's so inexpensive compared to the major repairs that yeah. come along that there's no reason to not renew. And again, that's just from my perspective because I'm not commission-based. I'm just telling you the truth here. Okay. Yeah. So if you've got a rental property, you have no idea what that tenant's going to do to that property. Don't risk it. Keep your budget protection and keep that warranty in your pocket because it will come in handy. Yeah, I love that. I think this was super helpful. If we continue to get questions, I may have clients that say, oh, Heather, you didn't talk to Amy about this. We may have you back on to go over more of nitty gritty. You did mention one thing that I wanted to cover real quick, the line between the street and the home that's not covered by anyone. You can sometimes find local insurance. You can call the city or whatever. And sometimes there's a really inexpensive policy that covers just that line specifically. Yes. Now, I so, will say, I'm not an insurance salesman. So I, I'm just going to say this. I know that a lot of the insurance companies nowadays are putting on a writer to cover that. Oh. So oh, it might okay. be something you want to discuss with your insurance. Yeah. Uh, homeowners insurance. That's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. To see if we can add that. That's a great idea. I will be doing that this afternoon to see on our master <laughs> insurance policy. So thank you, Amy, for spending time with me today and answering a lot of these questions. I know it's really helpful to our clients and also others who listen that are investors and own rental properties. 
So oh, my pleasure. And again, if you guys ever need me, Heather's got my number. <laughs> That's right. So please reach out. We are happy to connect you with Amy, even if it's just to get a policy on your primary residence and win like Ron did on getting a fridge <laughs> replaced. <laughs> so and until next time, you guys go out and make something happen. Make sure you're taking action on the things that we cover, how to help better your situation, better your family's financial situation and your peace of mind. Have a great week, everyone. Bye, everyone. This has been the Get Real Podcast. To subscribe and for more information, including a list of all episodes, go to getrealestatesuccess.com.